want to uh, dig into the album and talk about the upcoming tour and talk a little music. Let's dig into the album to get things going. The third album out now, Gifts from the Holy Ghost. And uh, I almost feel like there's kind of a, a little bit of a loose theme to this one. There seems to be a reoccurring theme kind of, of cheating death. And then I read a story about a guitar tech and I was hoping you could kind of tell me that whole story. I, um, I had an interesting experience on my tour bus a few years back while we were touring on the 28 Days in the Valley album. And, um, you know, I talk about it pretty candidly that I'm in recovery for drugs and alcohol. You know, it's a sober tour. It's a dry tour on my bus, at least. And we had a guitar tech that overdosed on heroin. He overdosed and died on my bus. You know, I got woken up in the middle of the night and I really just don't know how to describe it as being anything other other than a miracle that I witnessed with my own eyes because he was gone for quite a bit of time before the paramedics got to him and got to our bus. We were pulled off the highway in the middle of the night sort of thing. And, you know, I got woken up and I saw his body and something told me to pray for him. And so I did. You know, I just said, hey, you know, like, God, if you can hear me, just give him another chance. And um, they actually were able to revive him after, you know, my manager had been doing CPR on him for like 15 minutes. So I, I know that I was witnessing a miracle, I feel like. And that's around the time that we wrote the song Gifts from the Holy Ghost. But at the time, it was called Spokane Fire, and it wasn't, you know, on the new album yet. It was just kind of the beginning. And here we are full circle. I have this album that I wanted. I just wanted to write, you know, good rock and roll songs, but then impart some really, you know, hopeful messages in them. And I think we've done that. And, you know, the title track of the album is Gifts from the Holy Ghost. Funny that we wrote that song around the time that this happened. So, yeah, that's my story. And (laughs) it's pretty amazing. I still can't believe it. It's amazing because I feel like it kind of bleeds into, obviously, that the title track, Rest in Peace, A Beautiful Life. It kind of seemed to kind of be a theme for the album. Yes, definitely. Uh, the theme for the album, whether I did this consciously or unconsciously just through my life experiences, was overcoming, you know, overcoming all sorts of personal demons and um, darkness. You know, people people made comments, is it a Christian album? Is it a Christian band? No. You know, I've never said that. What it is is just my story, like my experiences. Hopefully those songs, these songs help people, you know, get through some of their darker days. That's really just it's that simple and something we really need after all the darkness that we've all kind of experienced with this whole pandemic and all the madness and that kind of leads me into my next question as far as kind of timeline i mean everybody got shut down every touring musician shut down for the past couple of years i'm, I'm kind of curious with the timeline with the album because in my estimation the world kind of stopped like march 17th of 2020 and where were you at with gifts from the holy ghost at that point was it just the one song were you halfway done kind of take me back to that time frame i did the breaking benjamin tour which was like a three month long very long tour we were opening for chevelle three days grace and breaking benjamin right yes yeah, like that five point amphitheater in irvine amazing uh amazing experience you know such a big tour to be on and um such awesome people to be surrounded by and that was at the end of 2019 i met keith wallen who plays guitar for them and we clicked just on you know musically and he's like you guys are awesome you know i'd love to write with you and so him and i started writing songs and i wasn't sure like where life was going to take 
me, you know, and then there was changes in management and changes in, you know, in my life. All I had really to hold on to between the weird, uncomfortable in-between period of being in between albums and in between a team, which, you know, an artist and their team is a really important relationship to have, was writing music. And so that happened. And we started writing all throughout 2020, uh, wherever I could, you know, get together with them in, in L.A. or in, in Tennessee. Um, and then other friends called me, you know, Trevor Lukather, Steve Lukather's son, he called me. We did some songs together. You know, I went to Brooklyn for a month in the middle of lockdown, lived in a hotel and uh, recorded a lot of music out there and then came back home. And um, yeah, it just it's been a, a very the journey is never straight. It sometimes has its ups and downs and it winds and turns <laughs> and you don't see where it's going to, you know, and we're not meant to. It's, I guess it's just, I put one foot in front of the other and I just kept writing with people. I ended up with Jason Hook in Vegas. We wrote one of my favorite songs on this record, A Beautiful Life. I've gotten to work with such incredible, talented people on this record. Chris Trainer from Bush sent a song and then I, I worked on the lyrics a little. It's called Big Guns. And Scott Stevens and the Four Horsemen were a big, huge part of this album. Rest in Peace and Black Sheep uh, are two of our songs. I'm just, again, like pretty shocked at how many talented people came together on this record. <laughs> What's great means you have a lot of friends, and I love Keith uh, as well, and, and got to talk to him when he put out his solo album and, and love that tune, Dream Away, he did. And I know he's a super talented songwriter and, and great guy. Yes, amazing guy, wonderful person, incredible songwriter, incredible. He's very, very talented in a very well-rounded way. And cool to hear that you worked with uh, Trev Lukather. I talked to him when he had that band ZFG going for a minute there. Yeah, yeah. So Trevor is an amazing producer. And he produced, um, co-wrote and produced Hurricane, Top of the World, and Touched by Fire. And his guitar solos are just face-melting and, and, and melodic at the same time. They're, they're beautiful, but they're very powerful. And his riffs are really catchy. Yeah, I, I don't know what to say. Like, I love... I love Trevor. I would love to have him come out and guest, you know, guitar at some of our local shows. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that because I was going to ask who's doing the shredding because like you said, Hurricane and the other one that uh, has a ton of guitar work, uh, Touched by Fire, I was like, man, someone is ripping it up on guitar. So it's come to find out it's Trevor. Trevor. Wow. (laughs) That's all Trevor. But, you know, Phil X, a friend of Chris Lord Algie, contributed a lot of guitar to this album too and and vocals and other things. And Chris Lord Algie, you know, executive produced the record and mixed it and and, um, really believed in it and so I love everything he's done yeah yeah that guy's got a massive resume to go through <laughs> Chris Lord Algae and I'm sure you did just working with him right tell me about this band tell me about this record this band right now on tour with me is um, Sam Colton and Elliot Larango and Jake Hayden Jake and Elliot and Sam are all friends they're all friends with Trevor we, you know they did um, they did a lot of the instrumental stuff too in the studio so and now they're on the road with me and it's been the show's been great yeah I'm looking forward to the show we got coming up at the end of the tour here uh, coming up on uh, May the 19th inside the House of Blues at Anaheim and uh, curious that's going to be a, a hometown show for kind of for you but may, especially for Joyous Wolf and curious if you've uh, shared any uh, wardrobe or, or dance moves or learned how to backflip with with, uh, Nick Reese out there because that dude's a, a beast on stage. He's amazing. I I really love his commitment. Like he's got his outfits down. I won't be doing any splits, but um, <laughs> I really admire. He's like a Cirque du Soleil act. It's pretty awesome to watch. He is. I mean, he's a ball of talent and just you can't take your eyes off of him. An amazing singer. And um, that band, that band is just 
really solid and really um, a pleasure to tour with. Good guys. Yeah, and it fits musically and a classless act on the bill as well. Yeah, also like super positive band. They are out you know, side stage watching us every night. They're just so full of positive energy and they bring so much light to this tour. They're very, very sweet and uh, I think they're doing a great job. And they got big summer plans going to be part of that big stadium Motley Crue Def Leppard tour this summer. They're opening. Yeah, I'm very, very happy for them. That's a big deal. Absolutely. Definitely looking forward to the show. And, uh, you know, speaking of SoCal, I had read that uh, you're from L.A. or originally from San Diego and kind of wanted to learn a little bit more about that. Did you grow up in San Diego? I grew up in San Diego. I came to the United States from um, Budapest, Eastern Europe, when I was about three years old and grew up in San Diego, went to school in San Diego, moved to L.A. I lived in L.A. over 13 years, you know, um, and got into music. And I've been touring ever since... 2014. Yeah, I know. Long time. And I know we had you at the Glass House a few years back before the uh, the Breaking Benjamin tour. And kind of curious, what part of San Diego? I mean, San Diego's a big town. Where were you at exactly? Um, You know, I ended up down in San Diego. That's where I, you know, went to um, kindergarten and um, moved around a little bit, but basically just down in, in San Diego near the ocean. I'm kind of curious, too. I, I feel terrible. You're probably not a massive sports fan, but I imagine you have an opinion. How do you feel? Do you feel a little robbed that the Chargers are now in L.A., or, or football doesn't matter to you? I am not a huge sports person. I don't know anything about, like, I forgot all the football rules. I'm really terrible. <laughs> but I love popcorn and hot dogs and all the snacks, so I'll definitely come to a game. <laughs> what's what's your thing outside of music? Do you have a, a hobby? Is it movies, a painting, and anything else outside of music, or is it just music 24-7? I'm pretty active. I do, like, hot yoga. I do Muay Thai and traditional boxing. I have a trainer. I fight, you know, in the ring with her. And I, I'm a jogger. I love to run. Um, I just try to stay really active. I do a 12-step recovery program. I'm, uh, I try to be as involved in that as I possibly can when I'm not on tour, like volunteering at a women's recovery home um, sort of thing, or just going to meetings. And um, But I am very involved in music and, and my career and, um, you know, trying to stay healthy and just live my best life and uh, hopefully be of service to other people in some way. Love it. And last thing I got for you, Dorothy, I'm going to need your help with. We're an old school radio station. We celebrate Metallica every night at 10 p.m. We do a feature called Mandatory Metallica, which you're going to be a part of. So I'm kind of curious if you're a fan and how you discovered them. What's your thoughts on the mighty Metallica? They're amazing. I remember my neighbor's dad growing up was a huge Metallica fan. And I was like, what is this music? It's just so strong and masculine. And for me, it's great to run to. It's great to work out to. They are so specific in their sound and the, and who they are as a band. Obviously, they've inspired so many musicians out there and, and young bands and, you know, drummers and guitar players. It's pretty widely acknowledged that um, some of our, our big rock stars are also, you know, they, they are just like us. They, they have the same struggles and the same challenges. So I, I love when, you know, you, you hear of people like that overcoming those issues. And um, Metallica is not the uh, only band that's been touched by that, obviously. Yeah, but yeah, I think what you're kind of touching upon is maybe James Hetfield's recent struggles. Oh, he recently had to go back into rehab over the past couple of years. And it's crazy. You think a guy like that's got everything together, biggest band on the planet, but it, it, life ain't that simple. 
And what's amazing about his story is because there's so many eyes on him that there's so many people that have potentially turned and gotten help because he's sharing his story and there's no shame in that. No, absolutely not. I mean, I mean, I think that's the one thing that we kind of ignore as a society, not to get on a high horse, but uh, my dad was a psychologist growing up. So I, I kind of grew up in that household and I feel like mental struggles is something that we almost ignore. Like we're not supposed to talk about it when we should be talking about it. For sure, we should be talking about it. And we live in a society that kind of breeds mental illness um, because so many people profit and benefit off of it. You know, I, I just feel like we should have an open discussion about it. And addiction and alcoholism should be destigmatized. It's a disease, not that this person's a bad person. They do bad things because of the way that their chemistry is changed by the drugs and alcohol when they put it in their body. They don't have a normal reaction to it. But I've seen literal miracles happen when people recover. Um, It's pretty amazing. And yourself included. Oh, I'm a completely different person. And, and it is up and down. You know, there's been a lot of there's been a lot of relapses in my story. Rehab twice, overdose twice uh, in the hospital should be dead for sure. And I just got on my knees one day and I'm like, I'm done doing it my way. Like, I don't know what, what else to do. So I had no choice but to make an attempt at recovery. And, it, you know, it takes what it takes for people out there that have tried and think, oh, this doesn't work like you know, sometimes it takes a few times, but I am forever changed for sure. And, and I can't live the way I used to be living. And I would not have it any other way because I, going back to that dark place is not an option. No, not at all. And, and it's great that you have this career going and, and you're a beacon of light and inspiration for those out there going through the same thing and can share your story and build strength off of you. I appreciate all the time, Dorothy. Just one last thing to wrap up the Metallica. Do you have a favorite song from Metallica we could play for mandatory Metallica? It's really, 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 really difficult to pick a favorite song. So I'm just going to say, well, I was born in 1986. Okay. So why don't we do Ma- Master of Puppets? from the 1986 album, Master of Puppets. The title track. Yeah. Or you could do The Four Horsemen. Shout out to The Four Horsemen and Scott Stevens. Ah, okay. So you want to switch to The Four Horsemen. Maybe we'll do both for you. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Beautiful. Thank you so much for the time. Best of luck out there on the road and can't wait to see you on the 19th of May. Thank you. I appreciate your support. Absolutely. Safe travels out there. Thanks, Dorothy. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Dude, you absolutely rock. Thank you so much for checking out the entire interview. Now just hit subscribe. Subscribe to the podcast, Radioactive Mike Z. My interviews in their entirety, available on all the major platforms. Tune in, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, whatever you're listening to right now. Just hit the subscribe button. Make sure to give me a follow on the socials as well. I'll follow you back at MikeZ967. And bro, don't miss the radio show. Now 10 p.m to midnight on 96.7 KCAL Rocks in the Southern California Inland Empire area, Riverside, San Bernardino County. Always streaming on live at kcalfm.com. You, my friend, absolutely rock.